It's a lot like jujitsu sometimes. <laughs> you have a good position sometimes, you end up losing it. Doesn't mean you have to re-enter with the same position. You can contort. You can set up a different attack. as always yeah it's a pleasure for us too um so today's topic is going to be about how to let go and learn to let go not only of um in the context of rejection let go of people or situations that have upset you but also to move on and be unaffected by the results of whatever you're working on right mm. so to be able to move on and to pick up from wherever you are whether it's a good result or a bad result and just go on to the next step so that's going to be mm. kind of the overall topic for the day yeah so uh thank you so much for this wonderful topic though because uh a lot of people including myself we do struggle with moving on and letting go. I mean, eventually that does happen. But is it possible to instantaneously just move on from something? Is one of the questions uh, a lot of people have. Um, how does yoga view the whole situation? Does yoga have an antidote per se? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, there is an antidote but it takes time to let it sink in and we've mm. talked about that uh, you know om malam gata akalikam prachalati so om should happen immediately move on but the point behind this uh, anecdote or whatever you want to call it phrase or quote from guru pashupati is that we move on with the lesson mm. and that's what we all got to do to move on with the lesson and that's uh, that's one of the things that so from the point of departure of being rejected so for example if you know if one wants to date someone and one got rejected by that that, mm. that beloved or that crush or whatever then um, i mean as a teenager one goes into a lot of darkness right but maybe yeah, maybe, even beyond teenage though. <laughs> yeah, even beyond also. That's true. That's true. So we all have this um, this this. Uh, we all need to cultivate this ability to accept and gracefully accept and move on from rejection, uh, mm. with an understanding that the world is full of abundant options. Exactly. And this abundance is what most of us are unable to see, because we get stuck in the there is no there is yeah, no the lack men, the lack mentality per se mm -hmm. uh, this person was the best that I could have ever had 
Yeah. And then you move to the next person, you think that person's the best they could have ever you could ever have. And then when that goes bad, you move on to the third person, you think of them as the best person. So you're just basically switching people, but you're switching between people, but yeah, everything seems so doomed the moment you're rejected. <laughs> yeah. So, per, so basically what, what yoga suggests is uh, you need to immediately take the lesson in and yeah. bounce. Yeah. So, yeah. Which takes time, which is definitely not an easy feat. But yeah. eventually it does come to that. So the faster we can train and drill that ability to just take the lesson in and bounce mm -hmm. the better it is for us i guess yeah yeah we have to be able to uh, be present in the darkness of our pain mm. in that darkness anything is possible and you can create anything and you can fix anything and so you mm. can remold what mean what happiness means for you and what that person means for you and what the rest yeah. of the world means for you and really understand exactly. That they are definitely not the only option that you have. But yeah, there's a really nice story that I would like to share, which I heard I think a couple of days ago, and I've heard it a long time ago as well, and kind of had a recap mm. two days ago. So I thought uh, it's quite appropriate because the topic is letting go. Mm. So let me share that. So there was once a Chinese farmer, and probably you heard of this, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and he. Uh, was just grazing his horses in the meadows one day, but then, you know, he left them for grazing. And when he comes back a few hours later, uh, the horse has disappeared. Mm. So then he comes home empty handed and the villagers all say, oh no, bad news. You lost your horse. Now, how are you going to survive and do your thing and, you know, transport people and make a living and mm. uh, whatever, transport yourself or whatever. And then the farmer says, well, wait, I don't really know if this is bad news. Let's see, it's okay. <laughs> so then the next day the horse comes back with two other horses, right? So now he has Wow, oh, yeah. <laughs> so then the villagers are like, oh yeah, good news. Uh, now you have three horses, congratulations. The farmer says, no, not yet, wait. It doesn't have to be good news. I mean, let's wait, I mean. It's, 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 I don't really get affected by it. That's what he's trying to say. But anyhow, then the horses are there and then his son uh, goes horse riding on one of them and then happens to fall down and break his back or his leg or something on that day. And then the village is like, oh no, bad news. Uh, your son broke his leg. Uh, so the farmer says, no, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's painful. Yes, that's true. But I don't know if it's bad news. And then the next day, the head of the military campaign commander shows up at, at the village, uh, recruiting young men, able-bodied young men, into the army to uh, fight the war. And they come to his house, and he says that, you know, my son just broke his back, so it's not possible for him to really do this. And then the villagers say, oh, yeah, that's good news. So the point is, this can just go on forever, right? And this yeah. And 
it's about knowing that we don't really ever sometimes have the full picture because we don't really know exactly what life has in store for us and yeah. that's the, of it. Uh, the fear of the unknown basically should be rejoiced instead of uh, being reserved as a fear and which brings me to this point though and sometimes when you disconnect from someone you were close to mm-hmm. it sometimes it it means the end of it but sometimes it could be the fact that both of you or if there's more parties involved mm-hmm. you all need to learn your lessons do your individual path mm-hmm. and eventually come around so it's uh everything depends on uh timing and the grace of the universe sometimes and you just need to let go and just let it slide yeah yeah exactly that's very well uh, spoken absolutely i think a lot of times it's about timing and how people come and go and their their lives connect and disconnect and then reconnect and this happens you know naturally and if we try to manipulate this and control it it always ends up either we get hurt or they get hurt and yeah or you just turn it into absolute garbage so like yeah nothing comes out of it if you try to intervene yeah sometimes it's just best to accept mm-hmm. keep learning mm-hmm. and then go along with it i mean wherever it might take you it's a lot like jujitsu sometimes. <laughs> you have a good position sometimes, mm-hmm. you end up losing it. It doesn't mean you have to re-enter with the same position. Mm-hmm. You can contort. You can set up a different attack. It's like chess as well. Yeah. So all of this is just so intertwined with how our lives are. Mm-hmm. that we don't see the beauty of life because we're too busy wallowing in self-pity yes indeed yeah i mean uh the concept if we actually become uh, you know we don't if you if we actually become fearless and not afraid of the mm. unknown if that if and that's possible i think that's possible because uh, guru pashupati is in that zone so to be fearless and to to just embrace the unknown that takes practice and but the great advantage of that is once we are able to do that um, we don't even need to worry about getting the lessons from our pain Mm. because it will be automatically incorporated into the way we are doing things yeah and that's the subconscious yeah because, yeah, you mentioned, uh, I mean, just like you mentioned, most of the learnings have to be, I mean, all of the learnings have to be subconsciously uh, uh, driven. Because mm-hmm. the conscious mind doesn't account for much when it comes to uh, things like dealing with pain, mm-hmm. taking in the lessons. Of course, you need the conscious mind to process what happened to you, but the magic happens in the subconscious mind. So, to train the subconscious mind into uh, into getting into that state where you just absorb things like a sponge. Mm-hmm. That's how yoga and that's how spiritual practices and that's how like meditation helps. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, meditation trains us to 
Well, it starts with the most basic stuff, which is to calm our brain down. Mm. Calm the fuck down. Make our brain just chill out and not have so many thoughts all the time. Not be constantly seeking stimulation, which it will always, but then it's possible to meditate and be con- be so much aware of it that you're able to fend off every time that stimulus raises its head. Yeah. Yeah. It's the beauty meditation. Well, that's the beauty of her subconscious reprogramming. Yeah. On how you can command your subconscious mm-hmm. to just quieten the fuck down. <laughs> well, I would... There's just so much chatter. No, go on. Yeah, yeah, sure. No, no, there's so much chatter. There's just so much chatter and there's so much noise. There's so many things that you don't need. There's so much things. There's so many things which mm-hmm. don't serve any purpose at any, at this given moment. Mm-hmm. So you literally need to sieve through all the clutter and take what you need the most. Yeah. Um, if your mind is talking a lot, then it's probably because there is some cleaning up that needs to be done. So it's actually a good thing. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what also they say that you can't really completely stop negative thinking whenever, if you are a point in your, like, let's imagine that at some point you stopped your negative thinking completely. But as you go on through life, if you're not aware of what, like what you're doing, mm. it might come back. If you're not addressing exactly. what you needs and if you're not have being in secure relationships that serve you, that add value and that you add value to and you also add value together to like other parties in that community, mm. then also it might rear its head. And so in yoga, we have three parts, you could say. Um, the first is the doing mind which is what Mm. called the subconscious mind, which is the mind which does everything and controls everything. That's the 99% of control that the subconscious has. It's called the doing Mm. mind. My guru Mm. calls it the doing mind because the subconscious seems to be a submissive word to the conscious mind. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And, uh, but then we also have the being mind, which is the conscious mind. And the job of the being mind is to just be. Yeah. And observe the doings of the doing mind or subconscious mind. Right. And then there's a place where these two meet, which is the conscience. Yeah. Which is, which is like, yeah, it's, it's, um, now this is some secret knowledge that people who are really advanced in meditation should be listening to. So I'm not going to tell it out here in the podcast, but yeah, it's basically the conscience and these are the three main constituents. So it's like the doing mind, which does everything. And, and if, if we let it do its thing and don't interfere and just observe as the being mind, then that's when Mm. we will be at peace. All right. But we, can it, yeah, but we can only let the, uh, the, the doing mind be and do its thing once we have reprogrammed it in an optimal way 
in alignment with our conscience so if we just you know if you just stopped your conscious mind from controlling your subconscious mind or the doing mind right now then things might completely mm. go out of hand because you are following you know anybody who's listening and maybe that individual is following things inside themselves which are not their voice it's not their conscious they're following yeah. influenced things like from their influencer on instagram or just their parents mm. or their boyfriend or girlfriend or whatever whoever else they allow to be influenced or whoever yeah. else whose influence they cannot resist you know it's not always sometimes it's like even with me i mean for a long time i was very much strongly influenced by my parents wishes of me and it has been a lifelong journey to get out of that um expectation and be myself yeah and to listen to that voice which belongs to you which is yeah. free from any influence which is free from any instagram influencer mm-hmm. <laughs> which is free from like when you're not susceptible mm-hmm. to easy influence that means you're you're doing mind and you're being mind and the doing plus being mind is uh, is working perfectly well yeah and for it's... those uh, who are list- listening to us uh, if you want to get in touch with us regarding what cannot be revealed on the podcast you can get in touch with us through instagram through email through facebook through snail mail whatever whatever's convenient for you yeah yeah because for those of you interested the beauty of yoga and meditation is that it's not our job to tell you what your voice is through Mm. meditation each individual finds it for themselves exactly so it's completely independently done but with an external guide because our external guide has found their voice so they know what it feels like and they know what it is and mm. so but then it is found in the other person by themselves it's not like we are like it's completely you know bereft of any kind of yeah. pressure or anything it's like a slow kind loving process through which one reconnects with our own selves through meditation and um uncovers our true self exactly and I'm, i might also want to add something to it mm-hmm. so back in 2020 though when i was learning yoga nidra which is dream yoga mm-hmm. we'll talk about it in a separate podcast because that's going to be a power packed one yeah. So Guru Pashupati defined this. Uh, he defined yoga also as the union between the conscious and the subconscious mind, the friendship, befriending the conscious mind with the subconscious mind. Mm. So that's amazing. You're basically forming a link, a seamless transition between either of the mm-hmm. minds. Mm-hmm. And it's just making friends with your subconscious mind. Mm-hmm. which is such a beautiful definition so there's multiple ways to define yoga though we need to do a separate podcast on what actually yoga is though yeah it is ten thousand things to to different people yeah yeah, yeah. how does one define that yeah totally. it's like i don't know it's just there's so much happening <laughs> yeah that's a really good idea actually uh, we need to talk about what is yoga versus you know what are the different types of yoga and what is yoga city 
you know what are the six schools of yoga from the himalayas we can also get into that actually guru pushpati yeah. dr guru pushpati talks about it in one of the yeah i can share that um, i think it's already on youtube the six types from the himalayas but yes we need to define mm-hmm. it because uh, there are many interpretations of yoga and it is really a, yeah it's quite a, a sort of um, versatile term yeah like, and yeah let's do that um in one yeah second. for sure yeah yeah it's been it's been a good discussion though and we touched upon so many things which probably were not directly related to what we were talking about but it all sort of uh, adds up mm-hmm. for the greater good yeah we should also yeah yoga nidra would be a really great episode as well exactly so guys uh, for those who want to who want an episode on dream yoga on how yoga can be connected to dreams please let us know Yeah. and we'll roll out a special episode or possibly even a seminar and speaking of seminar thank you uh for those who who, who were part of the seminar though it was amazing to have this to lead it with Kendra Maya and a bigger thank you to to our uh to our patrons as well our mm-hmm. patrons <laughs> yes Yeah the webinar went pretty well and we had a really good response and um, those who attended got really good results for their meditation they felt a tangible difference in their state of mind and their body mm-hmm. and could also relieve some pain that they were experiencing so yeah that was pretty good and thanks also uh, you know for you know doing it teaching it together it's quite fun um, and yeah thanks to people who are signing up for our course um it shows that that what we are offering is something that the world really needs and exactly yeah. uh so but i just want to say mm-hmm. go on those who are in tartu i am uh, i'm starting meditation and yoga vyayama so it's a bit like asanas but it's a combination of asanas and meditation classes from tomorrow and from the 1st to the 5th of april is going to be for free at 6 pm but this is only for those who you know live in estonia of course if you can travel from other parts of the world then you're welcome to do that but it's basically <laughs> for people who are living in tartu um, city in estonia you know if you're listening in then please uh, feel free to email me at the email it will be in the podcast episode description or the youtube channel um description and you know you can sign up uh for the free classes so then you can you can see for yourself if you like it and also i can see whether we are both a good fit or not yeah and for those uh living in the czech republic especially prague <laughs> both me and kent and maya are coming out with something rather exciting but mm-hmm. we'll be disclosing that in good time yes yes in uh, in may we'll be uh, having it you know the exclusive thing that we are creating um which exactly. is quite exciting yeah yeah yeah, I, yeah. super stoked yeah i'm super super thankful to all our listeners from you know uh from prague and from tallinn and tartu and india 
Bangalore, Delhi, Mumbai, and also there are some listeners from Ashburn in the United States. I think these are in the top mm. five. Wow! So, so thank you so much for for supporting yeah. our journey. Absolutely, and uh, yeah, there's also some exciting stuff happening next month. So very very soon, uh, in the next month, we will be developing our own app. So mm. actually, we're creating a free community where all of you who are listening into the podcast are welcome to join that community and post your questions about. Um, about the podcast or any new topics that you want us to discuss, we can upvote some of these questions or topics, and you can also directly talk to me or Marukayu, and we will be accessible on that platform. But it's it's now under development, so yeah, stay tuned yeah. to know when it's going to be ready. It's time to join the digital revolution. <laughs> digital revolution. Meditation. Power. Digital revolution to bring back the ancient spiritual yeah. practices, <laughs> which is the perfect communion. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So, <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for this wonderful chat. And uh, thank you to everyone that's tuned in. And we will see you soon with another podcast. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. And yeah, if you enjoyed the episode, uh, please like and share the YouTube video um, and rate us and leave us a review on Spotify. That would be great. Or Apple. Um, yeah. Namaste. Thanks so much. Thank Namaste. you.